ti wen ti o faya be ni ori pe ase ori oke ti mo gbede iwo tori ti egegan mo fi be wa ti ajo pade nbe ki iyanu olorun ko le wonu aye re ki wona le so pe be ni morogolo o ma ma dara fun ase anu ati ran lo ko bale o owo olorun fun eri ko wa ori owo olorun fun anu ko wa ori ma je mu eti ko fi aye re le ogun aye re se danu o fa eti lara e ku bina danu bi o ba le sami gbogbo ipa ati agbara ti okukun lo le olori oya ko dasan loruko jesu wa ra anu gba wa de rogolo o be te ri anu nu soji aye ri wa fun yin laaro yi mo bo loki la nturo ife dakobosto ibe ni awon yen ti wa nbe ba se nsoro yi meje si mesa aro ni iri owuro yi o se le olori fu adura ati igbani ni yanju e pe baba wa ninu oluwa si ori ero ibani soro yi 09081200200908121200 bakona testimony prophetic link lori facebook ati baba testimony 123 lori instagram jesu loluwa Fresh FM Abel Kuta 107.9 Fresh FM 107.9 Abel Kuta Omilotiti Fresh 107.9 FM la Beluma Won boloke lala e balawa ilu Abel Kuta minutes gone past 7 a.m. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkota. A great morning to you wherever you're listening to us from uh, today Thursday, the 8th day in the month of April 2021. Welcome to Freshly Pressed. Uh, this morning, this is where we'll take a look at the headlines on the dailies. We do this Mondays through Fridays from 7 to 8 o'clock. Wale Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there. Uh, joining the program this morning, The Punch, The Guardian, The Tribune. Pampushi newspapers, the Premium Times. Those are some of the options available to us this morning. Uh, quite a number of headlines to look out for. 
uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number of things happening in the country. Uh, as always, I will get to mention some of those headlines on the pages of the dailies this morning. Take our very first break and return to get talking. As far as some of these headlines are concerned, uh, the editor of the Nigeria Gateway, Mr. Dari Falani, will be joining the program uh, this morning and together we'll be taking a look at some of these headlines. But before then, I'll just go ahead and mention some of them. Uh, the punch this morning, Afeni Ferry or Aneze Takul ACF firm says attacks on northerners provocative. Uh, that's on the punch uh, this morning. Petrol right pricing that hike to increase government revenue. As according to the richest man in Africa, Aliko Dangote is on the punch uh, this morning. Atiku's citizenship suit, part of presidential poll case, that's according to the Attorney General of the Federation, is on the punch as well. Uh, one killed as petrol, as police rather, foil fresh attack on a Boeing station. Rivers kidnappers release video of monarch kneeling Making promises uh, is on the punch as well. This morning, House bill to permit wearing of hijab in military. Uh, right there, Ingige tackles resident doctors as NAD says strike continues. National Sports Festival to end Thursday over lack of fund. As according to the local organizing committee, that's a very sad situation there. Uh, the sports festival uh, should have lasted for 12 days. Uh, well, even 12 days is... Uh, is, is well, 12 days. Uh, it turns out uh, it will be ending today. Uh, that's after seven days it started. And uh, they're saying it is because the federal government has uh, not lived up to its promise of providing funds uh, for the festival. Uh, it's right there on the punch. National Sports Festival to end Thursday over lack of fund. The Guardian... Uh, with some to look, some headlines to look out for. Nigeria's centralized policing has failed, says Oyetola. That's the Oshun State Governor in Imo. Oshibaje urges Nigerians to reject agents of anarchy. Anxiety as COVID-19 cases vets rise globally. Uh, that's on the Guardian as well. Uh, this uh, morning uh, for Nigeria. Nigeria records 110 new COVID-19 infections. Total, now 163,440. That's right there on the Tribune. Uh, to look out for. I didn't file suit against Atiku's citizenship, Malami. It's right there on the Tribune as well. Uh, Yorubas have metamorphosed from restructuring to self-determination. Uh, that's right there on the Tribune. That's according uh, to the area of Kakan for Yorubala and Ibagani Adams. It's right there uh, on the Tribune. After 50 million Naira donation by APC governors, six PDP governors donate 100 million Naira to Zanfara market fire victims. Uh, that's on the Nigerian Tribune as well. A Nigerian army releases names of five rescued Kaduna College students. Uh, it's right there. Uh, on the Tribune to look out for the premium time. So with some of these headlines as well, the latest COVID numbers also reported uh, by the premium times uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the uh, says um, Nigeria records 110 new COVID-19 infections. Uh, is right there on the premium times. Judiciary workers strike. Courts shut down. Enter second day may become protracted. Uh, that's also there. 
uh, on the Premium Times. Why Buhari appointed Usman Alkali as Nigeria's new police chief. Oshinibajo is there to look out for. Nigerian businesses grown under government's new registration protocol. Also on the Premium Times. Uh, this uh, morning, there are a number of others to look out for. I'll just mention some of them uh, on the Pempushi newspapers uh, this morning. Uh, I saw this report, caught my attention. Uh, the founder uh, is encouraging Nigerians to receive coronavirus vaccines. It says, founder Pempushi Media encourages Nigerians to receive coronavirus vaccines. Uh, there are a number of others. Uh, Nigerian government decorates Alkali as new IGP uh, due for retirement in 2023. Uh, that's right there on the Pempushi newspapers as well uh, to look out for. Uh, there are a number of them uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Car washman steals customer's car in Lagos, arrested at nigeria Benin Republic border. Uh, is also there uh, to look out for. Well, we'll take a very quick pause and uh, return to get talking as far as some of these stories are concerned. Uh, the report about the National Sports Festival is on many of the dailies. Is on The Guardian as well. Uh, really sad uh, that the sports festival will be ending abruptly, uh, they say, because of lack of funds. Uh, but then, uh, the expectation is that the Edo State Deputy Governor, who is also the chairman of the local organizing committee, will be leading the Edo football side against Berno later today. Show able to lead Team Edo's football side against Berno uh, is right there uh, on the Guardian. Uh, we'll see how things pan out. Uh, you never can tell. A lot of things happen in this country, and you just um, you just chuckle. Um, the, just like I said, the festival should have gone on for 12 days. It's day seven, and they say it might be ending today. Uh, they say the federal government haven't provided funds. You never can tell. Funds will come up today, and then we'll continue. Or uh, we might just wrap things up today as far as the National Sports Festival is concerned. I'll take a very quick pause, and when we return, I did say Mr. Dario Falano will be joining the program. Uh, together, we're taking a look at the headlines. Don't go anywhere.
Freshly Pressed this Thursday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkota. Thank you for joining us as we uh, get talking as well as some of these headlines are concerned. Remember at Fresh FM Abelkota, that's where you drop your contributions. We're live on Facebook. You can as well join via that avenue. Drop your contributions via that avenue as well. Uh, please share the videos. Uh, get, give others an opportunity uh, to watch as well. You can join uh, via the Fresh FM Abelkota application. Uh, it's right there on Google Play Store. All you have to do is download that and you can listen to us on the go wherever you get also get a chance to listen to podcasts of programs that you missed for one reason or the other uh we just uh try to make sure there are a lot of avenues for you to catch up with programs uh on the go uh mr Darryl falaren is with me this morning he's the editor of the nigeria gateway good morning to you sir good morning. Uh, great good to have morning. you join us uh, again this thursday my pleasure uh well there, there are a number of headlines to look out for the acting igp uh assumed office yesterday uh that's on many of the dailies uh, the uh, Premium Times um, says, uh, Why Buhari appointed Usman Al-Kali as Nigeria's new police chief? Uh, that's uh, some words from the Vice President, uh, Professor Yemir Shibajo. Uh, it's right there. Uh, President Hamad Buhari appointed Usman Al-Kali as the acting IGP because he was the most senior among those qualified to hold the position. An official has said, VP Shibajo said this Wednesday in Abuja while decorating Mr. Al-Kali with his new position. Uh, Buari, who appointed Al-Kali, is currently in the UK for medical treatment. Uh, the VP said, your selection by Mr. President follows a rigorous process where all eligible DIGs of police and assistant inspectors general police were considered. The President then appointed you as the most senior qualified and eligible officer. Uh, those are the words of the Vice President during that declaration uh, yesterday. Uh, something pointed out by the pen-pushing newspapers um, says the Nigeria government decorated Akali as new IGP due for retirement in 2023. Uh, that's there uh, on the pen-pushing newspapers uh, to look out for. Uh, he, of course, uh, spends uh, the uh, old time as the IGP. That's about two years from now. Uh, but it's coming in at a very interesting period. Uh, police formations attacked in the southeast. Uh, the ex-IGP, in fact, was on a visit to Imo when the news broke that uh, he had been replaced. I bet he must have gotten the message anyway, he must have known. But uh, Akali coming in at a very interesting time. He said it yesterday, saying that he knows uh, very um, trying times for the police. There are certain things that need to be done. And he spoke about certain plans put in place by the uh, previous IGP, uh, saying uh, they've already made efforts to get funds for certain things that they need. And uh, he promised Nigerians of a better police, asking for support. Uh, of course, uh, the situation uh, with the police and the Nigerians always to whom much is given, much is expected. Uh, you want our support, you have to be better. Well, I wish him well. Uh, you know, the, the security situation in the country is such that uh, people are on edge. So he has a lot of work to do. He should roll up his sleeves and get to work. It's, it's just like the, um, the the service chiefs. They, of course, uh, came in just uh, a couple of months ago as well. And uh, one of the things that they, they were quick to hear was that, yes, you're new, but there's no more time for you uh, to get um, whatever you want to do in place. And the situation has to be the same for the IGP as well. Considering... Uh, that um, the ex-IGP stayed longer than he should. I remember it was um, uh, it was an acting capacity for a while as well, yeah. and you know before this new one came in. Yeah, the only thing is that you know, is it only from one part of the country that we have? I've heard some people say that. Mm. You know, I mean, that should be balancing. You know, this nepotistic uh, appointments, you know, does not give one cause for chair. 
Mm. You know, that should be balancing. There are other people in the police force for crying out loud. You know, let's have balance. Well, but, but the VP said he's uh, apparently trying to answer some of these questions. Says he's the most senior eligible officer. I've, I've, I've heard a number of people make the point you've made. Uh, before uh, Mohamed Adamu was uh, Ahmed Idris. It's about balancing. Mm. Other people should be given a shot. You know, it's about balancing. The, these appointments are too lopsided. Yeah, it, 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 go and check. It's, it that should be balance. We really need to do something about balancing. There used to be an agency that is a federal, federal character commission. What happened still, to that? Still very much existing. Is it? It's a lame duck mm. because there's nothing, you know, showing federal character in all these appointments. But is it? Is it? Um, is it? Um, can we say because yes there's been a lot of people that have spoken about the supposed lopsidedness in appointments uh the fact that the igp as you know igp is also coming from a part of the country but at this time uh, some some would argue that that's probably something we might not afford to worry about considering the security situation saying uh we'd better just wish him well and it's not just, let him it's get not, to work. it's not just the police mm. check the immigration check the other departments it's not people are talking they got valid points is is you know it must it be from a section of the country you know that should be balancing we are all stakeholders we have equal stake in the country so that should be balancing i mean that this should inform the appointment but having said that with the problem now is an emergency situation mm. security situation he should roll up his sleeves and get to work it's virtually everywhere uh, the um, uh, story about the new igp uh, by the way, the punch says one killed as police foil fresh attack in a, on a Boeing station. Uh, that's on the punch uh, this uh, morning. The uh, a number of states are putting their police and correctional services on red alert after what happened in Imo and uh, some other parts of the country, especially in the southeast. Uh, the Lagos Commission of Police, I know, had some meetings with his uh, colleagues uh, in the um, Nigeria Correctional Service and a number of others saying we have to be on alert. Uh, in case there is uh, any attack. Uh, well, um, a number of these stories you'll find there on uh, the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the latest COVID numbers uh, is on the Tribune. Nigeria records 110 new COVID infections. Total now 163,440 uh, is there on the Tribune uh, to look out for. Uh, the Guardian. Uh, they've got this report says anxiety as COVID-19 cases that's rise globally. Uh, that's on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning. Because uh, uh, the last couple of days have seen uh, rising cases in some parts of the world. And um, the WHO uh, reported 4 million new infections and 71,000 casualties. Uh, in uh, seven days, because uh, with the ex- exception of Nigeria and some other few African countries, COVID cases rose for a sixth consecutive week with over 4 million infections reported uh, in the last one week. Uh, the uh, the WHO, they uh, continue to talk about the need to stay uh, vigilant, uh, especially with a number of countries that have been seeing some uh, increase in um, cases reported daily. Uh, the likes of um, India... Uh, Brazil, uh, they're seeing a number of cases. Uh, a number of European countries as well are uh, seeing increase in cases. Some of them are already uh, in their third wave, according to them. Uh, and um, that has uh, continued for a while now. A sixth consecutive week that there's been a rise uh, in uh, global cases. Over 4 million reported uh, this past week by the WHO. It's right there 
uh, on the Guardian to look out for. Unfortunately, uh, there are uh, certain issues with uh, vaccine rollouts across the world, uh, vaccine supply, um, not as much as expected. In fact, there were reports right in Nigeria, although uh, we did get, a thousand, a couple, I think, a thousand more doses uh, some days back. But there were reports that uh, the federal government um, had instructed that states should alt vaccination once they get to half of what they've got. Uh, so as to make sure that they have enough to give those that have already taken uh, a dose of it. Uh, incidentally, there are still a number of states uh, having issues with people coming out to get vaccinated. Uh, ends the call from the founder of the Pempishing Media. Uh, it says, founder Pempishing Media encourages Nigerians to receive coronavirus vaccines. Uh, it's right there. Uh, the founder of Pempishing Media, Prince Timejika Adedeja, has encouraged Nigerians to embrace the importance of coronavirus vaccines and need to take the vaccine in the interest of individuals and the world at large. Uh, the journalist uh, who, is first set of re- who was first said of residents of Ogun to have taken the vaccine explained in an interview that the vaccine has no negative consequent effect as being speculated, adding that it is better to play safe to avoid untimely death. The former Zonal Secretary of the NUJ, Southwest, said people should desist from speculations from some quarters that coronavirus does not exist, stressing that the alarming rate of death across the globe during the pandemic was enough evidence and conviction that the virus is real. Um, speaking on why he took the vaccine, he explained that having established the fact that the virus is real and there is no duplicate to life, hence life needs to be cherished at all times. His words, yes, I have been vaccinated and the reasons behind this, moti- this motive is to play safe. And also, I have the conviction that the issue of COVID is real. So, in order to play safe and having established the fact that the virus is real, so I see reason why I should take the vaccine. You can find the rest of his words. It's right there. Father Pempishing Media encourages Nigerians to receive coronavirus vaccines. Is there to look out for? Um, because uh, some would argue there's a need for more messages of this nature, telling people of the impotence, reminding people of um, uh, yes, I've, uh, telling people of their own experience. That's those that have taken it, yeah, and how safe it is, and all. Mm. Uh, that's a good one from Prince uh, Kyle the other day. It's better to play safe and to be sorry. It's not only the vaccine now, mm. you know, the protocols, you mm. know, the wearing of face mask use of sanitizers, social distancing, all this should be still be, you know, enforced, enforced mm. because it's, it's uh, the thing is there. People are dying. People are dropping daily. So we, 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 we can't play the ostrich. And, you know, inter- interestingly, uh, the, the numbers here continue to uh, uh, to fluctuate, uh, sometimes below 100, the other day above 100. But one thing we can't say is that uh, I can't remember the last time we had uh, about 200 cases. It's been below 200. But well, look at what uh, happened in Brazil. Exactly. And, and then there is also the questions hours. about our own testing capacity, number of people actually coming out for testing and the likes. But you make a great point mentioning Brazil there. Uh, very uh, precarious situation they find themselves uh, in that country. The other day, India was talking about the highest number of cases ever as well. So, uh, and considering people moving in and out of um, every country, there is a need to stay careful. Hmm. There is need, well, you know, it's better to be safe than to be sorry. Hmm. Uh, it's right there. Founder Pempishing Media encourages Nigerians to receive coronavirus vaccines. Uh, it's there to look out for. Uh, sticking with the health sector, Ingige tackles resident doctors. As Nad says, strike continues. Uh, that is on the punch. Uh, this morning uh, to look out for uh, comes with a number of riders. Well, the Minister of Labor and Employment Center, Chris Ngigi, on Thursday 
said the federal government had so far implemented four out of the items listed on the memorandum of action it signed with the leadership of the striking National Association of Resident Doctors in a fresh talk with a view to ending the ongoing strike. Ingege described others that were still pending as work in progress. The minister disclosed this in an interview while highlighting efforts being made to end the strike, which is entering its second week. Recall that NAT, an association of doctors undergoing residency training, had last Thursday commenced what it called a total and indefinite strike, despite government's last-minute efforts to stop the action. The minister had threatened that if the strike continued, the government would look at all labor laws and consider the options available to it, including that which empowered employers to protect their enterprise. But in an interview on Thursday, Ngege, who said no fresh meeting had been scheduled yet with the leadership of NAD, mentioned the payment of house officers as part of efforts so far made to meet the striking resident doctor's uh, demands. Uh, he said, the Ministry of Health and Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria reported to me that the list they sent to the Accountant General had been fully treated, that the house officers had received their money. I cross-checked with two centers in Abakaliki and one other state, and they confirmed that they had been paid. They also told me that the central portal system for the recruitment of house officers is already open and is on. People make their choice and they post them there. We're implementing the memorandum of action one after the other. We have implemented at least four of them categorically. Others are work in well, progress. It's just uh, that, he said, um, you know, do, do they have to wait for the strike to implement in, all this? In, incidentally, uh, just, yeah, just yeah. hold on, uh, Mr. Flan. Incidentally, uh, for the doctors, uh, they say that the minister has been telling lies. Uh, in a communication at the end of a virtual extraordinary national executive council meeting of NAD on Wednesday, the association said it was ironic that Ngige, who received stupendous allowances while serving as a senator, could justify government's refusal to increase the asset allowances of doctors, which remained 5,000 over the last 30 years. It said about 10 demands had not yet been met. Um, and it's right there. Uh, to look out for it's on painful the point for doctors who are meant to save life, you know, mm. who have sworn to the Hippocratic oaths and to be on strike. This day. it's very painful. Strike is the last joker used by labor. Mm. You know, they, it should be used sparingly. But you know, they, they've not been given any choice. That's why they've gone on strike. But having said this, you know, it's you can't win some, lose some. If they see that most of their demands have been met, they're, they're they saying about ten demands remain on 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 catered for. Uh, the, the minister says they're taking care of about four, and uh, they're categorically saying, "Well, it's a lie." Uh, he's telling. And re- remember the, I think last week when uh, Dr. Plea. Ngige came My out plea. to say, hold on, sir. Last week, Dr. Ngige came out to say, we've reached an agreement with them. And then they came out to say, there was no agreement. Yes, there was a meeting. Uh, we said at that meeting, we'll take your suggestions to our body and then we'll get back to you. But the minister went ahead to say, we reached an agreement. Why are they still on strike? Well, he's also a medical doctor. Well. So my plea is that they should, you know, you know, it wants, it, they can't get everything in one first, first swoop. If they've gotten, you know, a substantial, you know, a, a quantum of uh, of their demands, they, they should please consider going back because lives have daily been lost. You know, you can imagine what happens you know, if anybody has any medical challenge now, gets to the hospital, nobody's to mm-hmm. treat him. So, uh, but about government doing what it's meant to do as well, uh, well that's that's a given. You know, government has to do what what what, what is expected of it to to, to them. But I'm just saying that you know, f- for the past few days now, lives have been lost. So they should remember the Hippocratic oath. Once they get some, they should you know win some, lose some. You know, that's uh, that's my plea that they should just uh, do something for the sake of the people. Well, the uh, Premium Times, as the other report, uh, that's talking about the judiciary workers' strike.
Uh, says judiciary worker strike cuts shut down into second day may become protracted. Uh, the crippling nationwide strike embarked upon by judiciary workers, which has led to the shutdown of courts almost throughout the country, entered its second day on Wednesday. The umbrella body of the judiciary workers, that's the Judiciary Staff Union of Nigeria, Jusun, had declared the indefinite strike to press for financial autonomy for the Nigerian judiciary at all levels. Uh, it was gathered Wednesday that leadership of Jusun is built to meet to review their stance on the strike at the weekend. By the time we the courts across the country would have been shot for four consecutive days. This implies that the strike is likely to remain till at least the end of the week and possibly extend to the second week if the seeming aloofness of critical stakeholders whose input is crucial to the resolution of the lockdown from the strike persist. Uh, the last protracted strike, Jusun had over their demand for financial autonomy uh, for the judiciary extended to three weeks in January. Uh, 2015. In what appears to be an insight into how bleak the current situation might be, a Jusun official, Jimo Musa, uh, said on Wednesday that stakeholders such as governors, the federal government, and the Nigeria Bar Association had yet to reach out to the union over the matter. The governors are largely seen as the major opponents of the judiciary financial autonomy being demanded by Jusun. The CJN, Tanko Mohammed, had a meeting with a Jusun delegation led by Mr. Jimo, who is Union's national treasurer, appealed that the strike be suspended to afford government time to start implementing the executive order 10, earlier signed by President Muhammad Bari for the enforcement of the constitutional provision on judiciary's financial autonomy. Uh, the rest of it, is on the premium times uh first off i've heard some say that it is sad in its uh, in its um, in its entirety that we needed an executive order for us to enforce judicial autonomy uh, that's one uh second is the blatant disobedience to the executive order that's something that has also worried some people i saw the report uh where the Oshisei governor uh started flying around yesterday i saw it on twitter yesterday where uh, apparently a uh, daily pointed out that the Oshisei governor had called that called for uh you know state police in asking that states should be able to uh, should be given the chance to control their own police. And the quick response I saw, the number of responses was these are governors who are refusing to, you know, um, allow, you know, <laughs> autonomy for judiciary, autonomy for the local government, and they're asking for this one, federal government, although that's a kettle of a different fish. But uh, should it be so difficult to get uh, autonomy for the judiciary? This is something that is needed. This is something that uh, for uh, progressive uh, society, we should be ready to give up. Well, it shouldn't be difficult. It's not rocket science. But, you know, it's not only executive orders that have been flouted. Mm. Court orders are not being obeyed. <laughs> you've, you've, you've had that. so many cases of court orders, court injunctions not being obeyed. So you have court and counter-injunctions and the rest. So it's just a sign of the distress in the society, the distress in the economy. You know, we just discussed medical, we are judicial, teachers are there, mm. others are there. So it's just, you know, a symptom of the of the distress in the country. You know, the, the, the country is distressed all over, challenges everywhere. So that's that's what you get. But, you know, basic things, there, there, there's no need for us to disobey others at all, not even executive orders or everything. There's no court orders and everything. So let's be... You know, law-abiding, let's be obedient, let's do things, let's give judicial, judicial, which is the last uh, hope of the common man, you know, this autonomy. It's needed. No, to, to, it, it, it's part of the democracy. Mm -hmm. it's, it, the part of the democratic culture is that 
judiciary should be free and fair to dispense justice. Now, let, let, let's let's lump um, local government autonomy into this conversation as well, uh, which uh, judiciary, autonomy for judiciary and local government are things that uh, governors in this country have been alleged of being against. In fact, we know that they even went to court uh, to fight against this. And uh, for some reason, you wonder what exactly it is uh, that is so uh, <laughs> that the governors are so adamant about, uh, especially with judiciary and the local government. Uh, interestingly, uh, just yesterday we were talking about this and talking about some state houses of assemblies, who, you know, lawmakers who've also, especially with the local government autonomy. Uh, some houses of assembly even voted no. Some said we've not made up our mind as to whether we want to vote yes for autonomy. And you just begin to wonder what exactly it is that is going on. These are people that say they are representing the people. And we've heard a number of Nigerians say autonomy is the way. In fact, you know, there's no, there's no, it's, it's a no-brainer. Autonomy for local government is the way to go if you want development to get close to the people. It's a no-brainer. So those who are opposed to it today, you know, we, we know what to do. The people know what to do. The electorates know what to do. They know that power that you have if people are opposed to autonomy of local government, that, that's anti-people. So the next election, throw them out. That's the beauty of democracy. Let's begin to exercise. But, but have, we, have we been annexing that beauty, though? That's, that's, what, that's, that's why, you know, I'm, I've been an advocate of voter education. Mm. This is what we should do. Educate our people. Tell, let them know the kind of power they have. If a government is not doing well, next election, throw the person out. If your representative is not doing well, next election, vote him out. That's the, that's the, that's the power you have. And you must, you know, get them accountable. You must get them to accountable. So let's begin this conversation. Let's educate our people. Let them know that they have the power. Mm. The power belongs to the people. These are representatives. You can even force them, you know, you know, through various advocacy. You can go there and say, this is what we want. Your man can say no today. Go to his office. I don't know if they still have constituency office. Go to his office. Well. And go there. <laughs> and, 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 you know, pressure him into... You know, acceding, being on the on, on the side of the people and not on the side of government. You know, we all know why they don't want the local governments to go. We know, we know that the you know they are feeding fat on the local government resources. That's why. So, yeah. well, is is there on many of the dailies the judiciary strike uh, still there? I know about people waiting to find out how long that will last. Uh, the last strike in that nature or calling for the same thing was in 2015. I lasted for about three weeks. Uh, the, today will be day three of the strike. And uh, trust me, uh, if you go around, it's been total. It's been definite. Uh, I mean, it's been, uh, it's been in, well, it's been total. That, that's the word. And um, activities have been shut down, uh, both at the state and federal courts across the country. Uh, Afeni Ferry Hoanese, Taco ACF firm, say attacks on northerners provocative. Uh, is on the punch uh, this uh, morning. It's actually boldly reading there. Uh, there are a number of writers that come with it. Ethnic cleansing, not solution to Edsman criminality. There's according to Professor Angu Abdullahi, ACF turning facts upside down. Northerners killing in South, says Oanese. Power not exclusive to any region. Afenfer, ACF stand amusing, says um, Ijo Youth Council. Now, prominent Northerners on Wednesday met in Kaduna over the state of the nation, saying some of the attacks of Northerners in the South were meant to provoke the region. 
The Pan-Northern Social Political Organization, the Arawa Consultative Forum, made their session at a Northern Summit organized by the Professor Angu Abdullah led Northern Elders Forum, which was held at the Arawa House, Katrina. But Southern groups, including Aneze Indigbo and Afenifer, criticized the ACF's position. Uh, this was just as the chairman of the Northern Elders Forum and former vice-chancellor of the Amadou Bello University, Zari Angu Abdullah, said the region would not vote for anybody along ethnic line in 2023. Abdullah noted politicians that would be voted for must have the socio-economic development plans for the region, irrespective of tribe and religion, adding that those who care for the people before, during, and after elections would have their votes. The former VC, who is the convener of the Northern People's Summit on barriers between the people and their leaders, said the region must think out of the box and elect new sets of leaders who will do a lot better than the current ones. He also admonished those agitating for the breakup of the country to have a rethink, as according to him, Cessation was not a solution to any grievance. You the federal government to take seriously issues of threat to disintegration of the country. He also said Boko Haram and Fulani bandits were not problems of the North, but threat to the Nigerian nation entirely. Uh, he, however, noted that those who thought that they, would, they could solve the criminality among elements of Fulani through ethnic cleansing made a terrible uh, mistake. Um, well, he had a lot to say. He said using restructuring as a threat of bargaining tool for accepting zoning would destroy the imperative of restructuring and imperil the country. Well, uh, the number of reactions to uh, his words um, is there to look out for. Uh, for the Yoruba Council of Elders, the Secretary General, Dr. Kunle disagreed with the assertion, saying it was wrong to say that Southerners were attacking Northerners to provoke them. He said this in an interview uh, in about on Wednesday. He said... Uh, if that is the summary of what they said there, I don't agree with them. What we have witnessed in the last six years is obvious. The grossing sensitivity of this present administration to the cries of Southerners in Nigeria is glaring. The nepotistic attitude of the Buhari government is enough to further polarize the country. So there is no attack against the Northerners and nobody's saying that all Northerners are bad. What we are saying is that his administration is insensitive to the federal character clause in the constitution and has no regards at all for other parts of Nigeria and his appointments. Well, the rest of it is there. Uh, the Joy Youth Council, they also faulted claims by the ACF, saying that on the contrary, that whatever the ACF said is contrary to the current realities uh, in the country. Um, uh, the IYC referred to the group uh, referred the group to the statement earlier created to Senator Sheo Sonny on the State of the Nation. Uh, he said, uh, Sonny was quoted as saying, the only region that is comparatively peaceful is the South. That is why the heart of the country is still beating. Despite the bloodshed and violence in other regions, we should all be grateful. Those were the words of Senator Sheo Sonny. Power shifts ingredients of true federalism. That's according to Afeni Ferry. Uh, that's also the ACF turning facts upside down. It's Northerners carrying out killings in South. Uh, well, uh, it's right there uh, on the punch uh, to any, look out for. Any extrajudicial killing is a criminal act. Whether in the North, should, whether in the South. It should be punished. Mm. You know, so that, why we're having this problem is that nobody's been punished for this crime. You know, we've not seen people being sent to jail for going on people's farms mm. and, and, you know, destroying their crops and then killing 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 some people so we need to really you know have some some people as deterrent that will serve as deterrents to these criminal elements you know they are being emboldened because nobody is being you know uh, punished for for the crime if you commit crime you shouldn't get away 
That's basic. I mean, that's that. So, so any criminal act, whether committed by the northerner, southerner, or Yoruba, or anybody, should be punished. And you know, uh, for if if you take a look at some of the statements of uh, the uh, ACF, uh, they they appear to say they sense that some of the people who are uh, calling for disintegration of the country are looking at certain challenges in the north, and they are saying it's a problem of the north. Uh, if we go our separate ways, they'll deal with that issue. We'll deal with ours. But Professor Anga Abdullah is saying, well, how about we see these problems as a Nigerian problem? Of course, saying we have to stay together. Yeah, we do. I also believe that we have to stay together. But we have to stay together in peace and harmony. But there's got to be certain changes to oh, yeah. our operational mode. Yeah, it's not, you know, people can, you know, these impunities must stop. You know, people can't commit crime and get away with it. People can't, you can't arrest people and they say free them. You can't arrest people and they turn it around and arrest you. You know, this is, these are not ingredients for social justice. So what we're saying is that we need justice. Let justice be done. Anybody who commits crime should be punished, irrespective of the part of the country mm. that it comes from. It's right there on the punch. Um, Afeni Ferio Aneze Takul ACF firm says attacks on Northerners provocative. Um, ethnic cleansing, not solution to headsman criminality. Ango Abdullahi, ACF turning facts upside down. Northerners killing in South, says Arnese. Power not exclusive to any region. That's a Fenifer's position. Uh, it's right there uh, to look out for on the punch. House bill to permit wearing of hijab in military. Also there, uh, petrol rights pricing. VAT hike to increase government revenue. Uh, that's according to Aliko Dangote. Uh, you might... Want to check out that story? He had some things to say. Uh, when I read through that story, I felt, well, he's a businessman, but I doubt a number of Nigerians would agree with certain things he said. The president of Dangote Group, Alaja Aliko Dangote, on Wednesday said government could not function without tax payments, increase value added taxes, and charging the right prices on petrol products. Dangote spoke during a dialogue session at Abuja with stakeholders. Uh, it was organized by the National Peace Committee, co-chaired by the former head of state, Abu Salami Abubakar, and Catholic Archbishop uh, Matthew Asankuka. Dangote said, how do they expect the government to function without paying taxes? But you have to pay tax. They want to increase VAT, people shout. They want to change the right pricing. Uh, they want to charge the right pricing on petrol products, and some people say no. So where is the money going to come from? So it is a collective responsibility. If you want to be safe, you have to contribute your own quota to be safe. It doesn't come that cheap. We have to be careful with the kind of news we disseminate because in areas where there is no peace, nobody will invest. And that is why it is always good for us to talk good about the country. The question of security is everybody's business. Even us today, we cannot do any business without security. And that is why the private sector promised to put in $100 billion to support the police in terms of security. Well, you can find, catch the rest of what he said is on the punch. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he makes a very interesting point about the security situation and how it could deter investors. But his point about VAT increase, uh, petrol price, uh, might Mercy be something a number of people might not agree to. That's something a number of people might not agree to. Because he's saying that where does government get money? Uh, but in this part of the world, the argument from some Nigerians is also... We're not getting value. For, for, for the for, ones for the we have. Pay. And they're saying the ones we have, you're t- you're, some of them are cutting it away. So you're saying we should give them more. And that, 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 that's, that's the trouble. Yeah, I I plead for mercy. You know, they should. You know, the, the, the Nigerians are suffering. In, you know, enough as it is. You know, we are suffering enough. So to add other, you know, additional bodies, bodies and mm. everything, that would be an overkill. Please, they should find other resourceful ways of generating 
revenue. Some, some, some have said it's not about the generation. Some have said it's about uh, prudence. Some have said it's about no. They should uh, they, they, they should look 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 at some resourceful ways of generating. Some some rich men don't pay tax. Hmm. They should they should try and go and see that you know they're taxing the poor, the poor who are civil servants and everything. They are they are collecting their and those who are working they are paying tax, you know. But some rich men don't pay enough. You know that this is where this tax thing should you know it should be targeted at the rich you know let the rich pay taxes those who are uh, accumulating rolls royce somebody has 30 i read <laughs> 30 rolls royce let him pay tax on those things you know so that's why those who have all those houses let them ta tax them let them pay so that where the tax uh, thing is targeted is at the under you know, the common man the poor people let, let it let let's turn it back now you know if you if you drive all those if you have expensive exotic things you pay tax let them let them pay tax for for those things and then you know they they they, they, will, they will generate money so that's what they should look at the rich and all the rest go and look at what they are paying some 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 rich men are paying as taxes you you just shout while those who are working and then they, they, you know they, you see you calculate what you pay mm. per annum you know and you you you'll be surprised so it's not that yes taxes are a genuine way of getting money revenue for the for the government but you know the rich also should be taxed if you have more than accordingly four, three, uh, more than four, four cars. so let, let, let's let's do it. and those who are not paying taxes should be arrested <laughs> it's right there on the punch uh to look out for petrol rights rising vat hike to increase government revenue dangote uh, is on the punch. Uh, that report actually, I think, is on the Guardian as well. Uh, it's on a number of the dailies to look out for. I did mention the issue of um, the uh, National Sports Festival. Uh, is uh, everywhere. It says National Sports Festival to end Thursday over lack of fund. Uh, by the way, uh, the tournament or the competition started seven days ago. Uh, is right there. Uh, it, it's, in, it's, it's it's just interesting some of the things that happen in this country. Uh, the uh, before, of course, the sports festival was affected by the COVID. Uh, there were some that said, how about we just call it off in its entirety because of the COVID and apparent lack of funds. But it, there was, it was, we insisted, okay, it would go on. Uh, then uh, the Edo state government kept saying, well, we're ready for it. If the federal government will provide funds, the federal government came out and said, don't worry, we'll provide funds. I remember two days to the start. Uh, Philip Schreiber, that's deputy governor, was saying, well, we're confident they'll give us the money. And I, and I was there thinking, it's two days to the, big, to the start, and you're still talking, they'll give us the money. And I just felt, well, you'll probably not get it. Now it's day seven. They're saying that the federal government have failed to release funds and they will be ending the um, festival today uh, as against uh, the arranged 12 days that I should have lasted for. Well, it's a lack of planning. You know, it's um, for a festival of that magnitude, which is supposed to be our own uh, Olympics. Yeah, a way to speak. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. In the past, you know, I recall the only early '79. Mm. You know, although the country was much, much, much better then. You know, the way it was, and the way, and you know, these festivals throw up some talents. Yeah, there the there was a festival. Yeah, was it 2006? Yeah, the Gateway Games. The Gateway Games. Oh, that was also a commercial success. Mm. This why that's this is why I'm saying it's uh, maybe the COVID, also, but they, obviously they didn't plan well for this for this thing. It's supposed to be a money spinner. You know, sports is a money spinner. Mm. If adequately, you know, we have corporate people, corporate organizations that can support. So. Talking about lack of fund, you know, I said, excuse me, 
are you just waiting for the federal government to give you say yes the federal government can give you something but you should have you know there should be an loc for the event there mm. should be people who will well the loc them. was led by the deputy governor uh-huh. they, maybe they didn't uh, some, some say edo was so busy with election that you know they could, <laughs> I, i've heard some say that but never can tell whether that's the reason uh, it's a uh, well, some have uh, put the blame totally on COVID and the federal government not releasing funds. Yeah. Uh, instead of 12 days, the National Sports Festival will end seven days over failure of federal government to release funds. That's according to the coordinator of media and publicity, the National Sports Festival, Bomhiana Musa, who made this known uh, in a statement on Wednesday night. Uh, he, say, he said the decision was taken after an emergency meeting of the local organizing committee headed by the Deputy Governor, Philip Shaibu. Uh, so it was the decision of that committee that uh, that was yesterday that, well, if there are no funds, we just go ahead and end it tomorrow, which is today. National Sports Festival to end Thursday over lack of fun. Uh, it's right there on the punches on The Guardian as well. Uh, although uh, it will not, uh, it will end later today, but just in time for the game between Edo and Bruno, they say the deputy governor might be featuring himself in that game. Uh, let's get your thoughts now. 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. There's also 0818 1079 at Fresh FM Abelgata on Twitter. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good morning, morning. Good morning, morning. Mariana. Good morning. My name is Honorable Nari Jaji. I'm calling from the British Parliament in Abelgata. It is very saddening that, you know, the National Sports Festival was not fully supported by the federal government in terms of, you know, disbursement of funds. I mean, these are areas where we are determining that it will help the youth, you know, to get them off the roofs of, you know, getting involved in some social ministries like uh, kidnapping, rape, mm. you know, courting and things like that. By the time you put sports, a lot of people are going to even generate a lot of funds. I mean, a lot of, you know, business activities are going to go on very well. Quite unfortunately, on our own fail. But for the Dangote, I think... Uh, it finishes so very fun. I would have expected things to be better in Nigeria. Now, what is the government doing to must it leave everything in the hand of the private sector alone? How can they do their own equality? Let me allow that to put call on Thank you. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, you'd have to try again. Our Reverend Zachariah Olubayo Tanikbola um, says, uh, Good morning, Nigerians. In time like this, may the Lord be with the new acting IG and make him a successful one. Uh, that's a uh, contribution on Twitter uh, this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Welcome back. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? We can barely hear you. Yeah, I say I always respect Professor Angua Pillai. Okay. Every time, every day. Okay. But I want you to tell you the Because if the solution, I mean, resource control, I don't think is a threat to one Nigeria. I never think for once that uh, decentralizing our police force, our whatever force that will cause the menace of this security is a threat to one Nigeria. And of course, if you want to tell me that you are preaching that our oneness is non negotiable. Ah, then you are showing me somebody that is 
preaching against all these things, as far as our present association is concerned now, then I want to show you the enemy of this country. Tell us speaking. As present as we are now, are we saying that things are working generally? If they are not working with, well, I don't even know the kind of uh, presidential system we are practicing anyway. I don't know in this a true federalism system. I don't know. So if right. they are not working the way we are practicing it, we say we should not look at how to vote. Those things are not threat to one Nigeria. All right, thank you. Threat to us together. Right. Let us do the Good morning. Right. Good morning. Thank you. Because of our time. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Nicholas, uh, Nicholas from Abedita. Good morning, Nicholas. Our judicial workers are on strike. That is correct. Mm. Our doctors are on strike. That is correct. And our protecting lecturers will soon join. How do we now continue to exist as a nation? Under the land, thank you, Jekansai, for the past five decades have not, not hidden their true self. I want to appreciate Angle Left for still remaining consistent to his self. Have a nice day. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. I like you to know that's my name. I'm calling from Mirakari in Olemori. Talk to us. On the issue of Angle of the Line, I am disappointed with the, map, with the level of uh, exposure and uh, something. Instead of saying the truth, Things that can make us uh, together, things that can make us uh, going forward in this country. If at that level, they continue to play the politics of the region. And that's what we expect from the other. It's not also the unity to be in the one. You will play the game according to the constitution and according to the rules. All those people are agitating. They, are, they have the right to agitate. What are you going to do that they and correct it? So that is that is the point of the issue. On the issue of the government, Nigeria government, administration, they don't have I don't know, they don't have mission and future for this country. Because everybody is now going, they will promise. They promise that they will pay the division. Hello? Well, we lost our call, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but Adamilola on Twitter says, why should the only language understood by a government be strike? Resident, doctors, judiciary, but those senators and others will never go on strike. Well, their workers are on strike as well. Uh, is it, is it, okay, is it the state parliamentary? <laughs> uh, let the government do the needful. Uh, lives lost during this strike action are irreplaceable. Um, he says, Akurede Camus says, um, I'll advise the new acting IGP to investigate very well the people behind the attack on in Emo to conclude that. Okay, no. Uh, he says, The structure isn't working and the change of personnel upside that the new IGP has a lot to do, improve the deficiency between police, police relations and Nigerians. The image of the police in the country is at its lowest. Edwin Abayo, I mean, shouldn't we be worried about a system in which most senior officers are always from a certain region? It could be by mere coincidence but by, or by sheer manipulation of the system. Whichever it is, the government should know that federal character was introduced into our polity for a reason. Uh, I know Tony Boadishino says people should stop uh, to hypocritically blame the doctors by pointing to their uh, oath. Did the president and other political leaders governing with him not swear to serve Nigerians? Yet all they've done is exploit and oppress the common man. Good morning. This has to be our last. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, all animal shaman is the name calling from Abel Kuta. Uh, Mr. Wali Bakari, when I say each time the issue of the pump price, the VAT, and the proceeds to the government, and all the rest, when I say as a consumer protection person, 
that those are establishment arguments. And when you listen to what came from Dangote this morning, you realize that as a businessman, he has every justification to say that. Mm. But is that fear for the consumers? Is that fear for the citizens? Everybody is just talking about uh, appropriate home price, and uh, then the government gets money. There's so much corruption in the uh, subsidiary deal. What becomes of the fate of the people of the country, the country that have the resources? Is that appropriate pricing? Where is the welfare, the software there for the citizen? That is just the argument of the businessmen and the government. And I will always maintain we can't afford the situation where a responsible a responsive government will put us in the mouth of the buyer. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, thank you, Mr. Anamashan, for your contribution. I would have to leave it there this morning because of our time. Uh, Mr. Darifalani, thank you very much uh, for your contributions this morning. Highly valued. Uh, many thanks to you for investing your time with us. Uh, that's the program this morning. We're back tomorrow at 7. Wale Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Thursday. Good morning. City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Good day, listeners. This is introducing Omega Pro, a forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day. Forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business. It has been around for over 300 years. Unfortunately, many Nigerians lose money in forex because they try to do it all by themselves. You cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro trade forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. Omega Pro, a forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day. Forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business. It has been around for over 300 years. Unfortunately, many Nigerians lose money in Forex because they try to do it all by themselves. You cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro trade Forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. For inquiries, just WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. The number again, 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp only, please, to attend our live business presentation on WhatsApp and Zoom daily. Omega Pro, Omega Pro, a forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day. Forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business. It has been around for over 300 years. Unfortunately, many Nigerians lose money in forex because they try to do it all by themselves. 
You cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro trade forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. For inquiries, just WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. 